All right. Um, okay. So wait, strike update. Strike update. So yesterday I sent you, I shot you a message. Well, a, a few days ago. And I told you like, um, like it looks like the strike could end today because it looks like the, the WGA got a deal and we'll see in the next few hours. That was in, um, well, it was a few days ago. Yeah. And you told me, you sent me an audio message that, that, that was like, man, it's not even close to ending today. And then like, uh, like less than an hour later, well, like four hours later, I just texted you, aha, with like the confirmation. Oh, so it, it's, it's now been signed. It's, uh, it's all, it's been accepted. It just needs to be signed, but yeah. No, see, that's the thing. I want them to double check the contract because you never know, slippery motherfuckers, you know. Yeah. So I just want to make sure, like, okay, they're not going to try to slip something in at the last minute about AI or whatever. That's my big, that's been my big hangup. I mean, they're going to have to come out and say exactly what is in it. I mean, they, they had us all in this journey. They might as well tell us how it ends. So, well, like, I know the two big contentions were, one, pay, obviously, but two... Um, but two, and I feel like more importantly, um, AI use in film, which is yeah. something I am adamantly against. Me too. Um, <clears throat> so, um, hopefully, hopefully the deal is good and hopefully those, those, uh, those writers get paid and actors are next. Just remember everyone, actors are still striking. That strike is not finished. And next year, animation is striking. Okay. It will. Yeah. So um, we have to show them the same solidarity that we show the writers and the actors, because if they don't, I'm I'm gonna have to start hitting some people, and you don't want yeah. me, you don't want to see me hitting. I'm more of a kicker. You, yeah. Start throwing elbows, folks. Who those of you who don't know, if you ever have the chance and you need to strike somebody, try using the the blunt of your elbow. It's almost like a fucking hammer. Just start elbowing the shit out of their skulls. If you hit them hard enough, you'll cave in their skull and they'll bleed everywhere. Yeah, just uh, that's how I broke a window once. Are you serious? Yeah, but uh, we don't need to talk about work. Um, what? Yeah. So yeah. So hopefully uh, the writers got the deal they want. Hopefully the actors are next. And yeah, we're excited to see this through, and we're excited to finally talk about something else during this initial beginnings parts of the show. Um, speaking of that. Uh, randomly just trying to connect the subject. Uh, have you ever wanted to be in a fight club? Yes. Have you? I don't, I did, I, I didn't want it to be in one. I mean, I, I've always wanted to join a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu gym. That's not a fight club. That's a fight club. I'd say that's a fight club. I mean, uh, do you mean I, a domestic why? terrorist organization? Why haven't you joined a jiu-jitsu team? It feels like something that you would join. Uh, time and money. The cheapest one that I can find is like 200 bucks a month. Jesus Christ. If do I could find it? one that was like reasonable, that was not a utility bill, then I'd be down. Do they do they fly you to Brazil at the end of the course? No, no. You just then get your ass whooped by a bunch of Marines. Then it, there's no point. Boom. I agree. Boom. But yeah, uh, speaking of which, you want to talk about bottoms? 
Uh, I love talk. I want to talk about those bottoms, man. Chema, hit the intro. Thank you for welcoming us onto your headphones. My name is Chema. I'm Eddie. Reviewing bottoms. This is the rollback, a movie about empowering women. The hot ones, at least. PJ <laughs> and Josie start a fight club as a way to lose their virginities to cheerleaders. The fight club gains traction, and soon the most popular girls in school are beating up each other in the same, in the name of self-defense. But the pair find themselves in over their heads and in need of a way out before their plan is exposed. So we have the new movie directed by Emma Seligman, the director of uh, the movie Sheba Baby, which I really liked. And this is her new movie. This is a, a, a comedy movie starring uh, Rachel Senat, who's slowly but surely making her making a big name of herself. I mean, she was in she she was a protagonist in Sheba Baby. She's the protagonist in this. She was the best part, at least to me, for the movie Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. She was the girl with the podcast. Hated uh, all of them. <laughs> anyway, then Rachel said on this movie, joined by Ayo Edebri from uh, The Bear. She was in The Bear. Uh, she was also the voice of April O'Neil in the new uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Did and- not hate her. Yeah, uh, she's been in, in plenty of stuff, and little by little, she's also making a name of herself. She, they are joined by Ruby Cruz, Havana Rose Liu, Kaya Gerber, Nicholas Galaxy, Miles Fowler, and other colorful characters. So, as you could tell, I could not even read the description of the movie without cracking laughing. This movie is the most I've laughed probably the entire year. I watched it uh, on Saturday. Uh, mm-hmm. And I rewatched it again. Yes, last night I was Damn. crying, laughing. Uh, I, I uh, not not to spoil everything, but I adore this movie. And uh, I, 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 here's the level that I like that uh, like this movie. I I want to show it to everyone I know. Like I want I want to just go to people and be like, "Have you seen Bottoms? No, do you want to?" Uh, it's just I feel like it's been so long since I've had such a funny original. Um, comedy i'm i'm so glad we have one of these and uh and it really did differentiates itself from movies like uh that we saw this year like you are so not invited to my bar mitzvah or 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 other movies um i'm really excited to talk about it but uh tell me what did you think about bottoms how did you feel first hear about this because you saw it before i did and you saw it in theaters how how did you get there so back in like fucking may i think I the trailer I shit you not would play on my YouTube maybe yeah. five times a day. And at first I was like, what the fuck is this? And at first I was like, this is this is dumb. This is stupid. And I was clear skip it. It reminded me of bodies, bodies, bodies. So I was like, ah, yeah, I'm not gonna watch this. Slowly, <laughs> slowly the trailer wore me down. I was like, you know what? The music is kind of catchy. Let me see what this is about. Okay. okay. Fight club, that's that's weird. And then I saw the R-rated, the Red Brand trailer. I was like, you know what? I'm in. I'm in. The part where the part that got me was let's go fuck up some football players. And I just see them like beating the shit out of them. One of them jumping up and coming down with a hard punch. I want that trophy. I was like, you know what? I'm in. I'm in. This looks like fun. I'm in. Fuck it. And I just waited. (laughs) 
I've been well, I saw the trailer back in I think like fucking uh April. Okay. Uh it premiered in March in South by Southwest and then the trailer came out and I was just stuck by the trailer. It was so it's the perfect trailer. It gives you a good taste of what it is, but it doesn't give you the whole story. I didn't know what was going on. I thought one, this movie gives me strong John Hughes vibes as far as like a coming of age story. A really good so. coming of age comedy. Yeah. Um, but also it has style, it has flair, an amazing fucking soundtrack, um, genuine comedy. The crazy thing about this movie is that there's so many jokes that it's impossible for all of them to hit, but you're never going to stop laughing because within a minute they hit you with so many, one of them is going to get you. There's so many jokes in this movie. It is so fucking funny. And they're gags. There's also moments of like, what the fuck? I remember there was one point in the theater where, and I don't want this to lose like basis. I laughed at something I shouldn't have laughed at, I think, because no one else laughed except me. I went, <laughs> and I was like, on, on what part? I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember something. Everyone else was like dead silent, and I just bust out laughing. I was like, oh, I'm gonna retract that. Because I was in the movie theater with like 20 people, but we were all laughing our asses off most of the time. <laughs> um, but no, so what did you think? So going into this movie, how did you hear about it? Okay, so I heard about it because I I, I followed uh, Emma Seligman, who's the director, because I liked Shiba Baby, I, I like her previous movie, and I had heard about this one uh, kind of in the background, kind of. I, I saw people on Twitter talking about it a lot. Like they, they were really excited about it. And this girl, uh, Rachel Sennott, um, little by little, she's kind of becoming one of those actresses that like people are following her. Like they'll see what she does regardless of what she's doing. And to me, I think she has a knack for comedy. Like I think she's very funny. So she's one of those actresses that like, oh, I'll see what you do. You know, whatever you show up, and I'll, I'll watch. Yeah. And um, then I heard about it, and I. I never saw a trailer. I have not seen a trailer for this movie. Really? I went, I went into this movie having seen nothing. I saw nothing. I knew about the Fight Club, and I knew that they were doing it to impress girls, and that's all I knew. I knew nothing more. And, uh, man, when it hit, like, when I realized that, like, this movie takes place in, like, that heightened reality, like, that, like, it, this is not real life. It's obviously not. It's like, I don't know, like... Uh, like a different dimension or something like uh like it obviously exists in like a place where humor of this caliber is possible there's something almost like scott pilgrimy about it like without the yeah yeah especially the action scenes which, which you know we'll get there in a second but it's just so funny that like like you mentioned this movie throws joke after joke after joke and some of them like the lines are so good and the physical gags are, like did you notice that all the football players are always wearing like their like the shoulder pads, like yes. they never take them off. Like, like even when the when the main the main player is fucking the mom, like he's still wearing them. Like it's it's so random, but it's so funny. Yes, Jeff. Uh, look, oh, it kind of hit me when when you saw his jersey and like his jersey didn't say his last name; it just said Jeff, and they yeah. never say his last name. Um, but like I said, th this movie has like a ton of lines. Like, uh, shut up, nerd! I fuck your mom. And um oh god, what was the other one? Oh, oh when when the teacher the teacher is great. Uh when the Marshall teacher Lynch. is like 
Yeah, when the teacher is like is like talking to the students, it's like, okay, first of all, the Holocaust, it happened. Like he has to like, <laughs> and then one of them raises their hand. And it's like, shut up, it did happen. Like, like he, <laughs> yeah, like from that, uh, the the principal that that scene when he goes over the intercom and goes like, called the ugly, untalented gays, please report to the principal's office. Like, yes, that's you. Yeah, I guess that's you. Like, uh, oh god. Uh, um, they even yeah. make a joke about the one other the other gay kid that's like with the popular. Like, he's not like us. He's a popular gay. We're the unpopular gays. We're the oh, yeah. we're the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, and 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 that's funny because uh, so here's the thing. I don't know if you could tell, but they kind of don't mention when this movie takes place, like on what year, because they talk and dress like modern teenagers. But they don't have they don't have smartphones. They don't have like the they don't talk about the internet. Like the most that the most that you see them is like this one scene where one of the football players has a flip phone and he's going through like a physical phone book. And they mention like the last year that they mentioned, I guess at some point is like 03. So I don't know if this movie was supposed to take place in like 2006, 2007, or or like uh or like when and i kind of don't care it's kind of cooler the fact that you don't know like on what where does this take place it could take place anytime mm-hmm. but uh there's a lot of just lines that because this movie doesn't date itself like this movie will not be irrelevant in two three years uh this movie could, could take place in the 80s or it could take place now i like that they're not they're not pop culture like quoting characters like they're funny because they're funny they mm-hmm. don't really reference anything like you know, even when they even when they talk about Fight Club, like the most that they go is one girl just goes like, "Oh, cool, Fight Club. I love David Fincher." But like that's as far as they go. You know, now that I think about it, you're right. Even the scene where Marshall Lynch is looking at the like Hustler magazine. Oh yeah. Who looks at magazines anymore? Yeah. You're right. Um, they don't date themselves. That's interesting. I, I did not realize that. Yeah, and like, there's no like talk of like TikTok or like Instagram or like smartphones or texting. Like they just. They they're just funny on their own sense, and I think that's super hard. But it's gonna make this movie like if you watch it in ten years, it's still gonna be funny. Like the no references will be lost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's got like so um, the lines. The lines are just great. Um, uh, when when she goes like, "I'm gonna fuck up some football players," and then one of them goes, "And I'm buying a gun," <laughs> and like, yeah, and I'm gonna uh, shoot my stepdad. <laughs> like it's just. They even have that one kid who's like, that's it. I'm getting revenge on everyone. Like, they make a joke of, like, the kid. Oh, shit. I think that's what I laughed at. The the quote where the kid's like, I'm going to kill everyone in the school. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I laughed at. Everyone was just quiet. I was just like, I'm sorry. That's it. And just, just like, pulls out a notebook, starts writing. Yeah. Starts plotting it out. I'm just like, (laughs) ah, That was that was funny. I don't give a fuck what you people say. That was, and then and then it comes back at the end. It comes back when they explode the tree, and then he goes like, "Damn it, that was my idea, son like, of a bitch!" Gonna, like that was gonna be my thing. Also, like, um, I think the 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 character that like the star character of this movie is uh, Hazel, played by Ruby Cruz. Uh, because she can because she does like a lot of like the emotional. So, so so she's the one she's the one with the bomb like she's the one that makes the bomb um um i think yeah. she manages to carry both like the emotional part of the movie and also like the funny because like she also has a ton of lines that she's like a lost little puppy that you want to protect like she's so funny 
in the movie. And like when they when they when they're planning, like, oh, we should take revenge on Jeff. What should we do? We should, and she just goes like, someone goes like, we should egg his house. We should throw toilet paper. And then she randomly just goes like, what? What about a bomb? Comes <laughs> <And she laughs> out of nowhere, and then you see her, but they don't even ask or or explain how she knows how to make the bomb. She's just like, how about a bomb? And just like, why do you know this? In, puts it in her car, and then it's like fifteen minutes. Nope, nope, it's counting down already. Fifteen seconds. Oh shit! I think that made me laugh too, actually. Yeah. Um, um, we get this. We get. Uh, we get Hazel. We get. A lot of so there's a lot of this movie that I like, and they kind of cut through the whole cool kid like loser shtick with the Fight Club. Um, obviously, they do it after they injure Jeff, and Jeff is crying. And I'm just thinking to myself, the bromance that goes down between all those football players. I can't help but think back to high school and like, oh god, that was a thing. I remember those dipshits. Hey, bro, you okay, bro? Hey, I got you, bro. Don't worry, bro, bro, bro. You you know what the football players reminded me of? They reminded me of like Ken's, like from the Barbie movie. You're not the only one to tell me that. They're like, hey, this guy feels like Diet Ken. Yeah, like I mean, but these one are are clearly like evil, douche like bags. on purpose. These yeah, are douchebags, like legit. What, what's that one, Tim? Who's like, I support feminism for all women, especially the hot ones. Yeah, I'm just like, ah, uh, oh, you're garbage. But like they have these, these these scenes like like when he gets like hit on the on the uh on knee. the knee on the knee and he falls and like all the all the players just like start rushing to him and they just start doing like like little spins on top of the cars. Like it's super oh, yeah, like, funny. Oh. Like it's they, super funny and it's so it's so stupid, but it's so funny. It's really <laughs> stupid and stylized, but so good. Yeah, like uh, I, I watched this movie yesterday with uh, <clears throat> with someone, and uh, and uh, <laughs> so while we were, when the movie ended, she kind of told me like she kind of turned to me and went and went like I didn't know that they still made movies like this, and they I think don't that, normally. Yeah, they don't, and it's so great that someone is because like remember when we got like all those very stupid but very fondly remember movies from the two thousands, and. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying this one belongs there. This this one clearly has learned a lot from those, but it is such a thing that start that stands on its own ground. Like it's not mm -hmm. based on an IP. It's not like a like a reference to another movie. It's very much its own thing, and mm -hmm. I'm so glad that a movie like this can exist now. It's so like this is a this is the first movie in a long time that in 30 40 years if someone told me like hey they're remaking bottoms i'm like oh fuck yes like it better be good like 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 that's a like i feel like this, if, i hope this movie gains like enough traction so that it becomes like a modern classic yeah i want this movie remembered it's so it's so unique like i i want it to be influential and i want it to be remembered well, you know, I, I remember I did a video review of this. It reminded me. So every so often we get like a generational comedy, I'd argue. We had Animal House. I think I'd argue old school qualifies super bad. The Hangover. I feel like we've been kind of searching the past couple of years for that new like generational comedy that like, all right, like this is the new standard. This is the gold. I feel like Bottoms is that film. Whether people know it or not, it is, I think. Because um, one of those comedies that it doesn't punch down at anyone. 
It's also one of those no. comedies where the main characters are the fucking joke because we are. Like, I'm sorry, most of us were losers back in high school, and it's fun to look back. There are parts of this film that I'm like, oh god, I'm having high school flashbacks with being in a room with your best friend, and like, do you think she likes me, dude? I, I don't know, but we're gonna try. Yeah, like that shit. It just it feels reminiscent of your youth in a good way. Um, yeah, and also it also- helps that the 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 cast is so likable. Like, yes, they, oh, by miles above bodies, bodies, bodies. Uh, PJ is so much more likable. And and here's the thing: because all characters in this movie, I, I would go ahead and say they all make mistakes at some point. But oh, yeah. for example, PJ, um, I was kind of thinking, like while watching the movie, I was like, I feel like there's gonna come a point where she's gonna do something, and I don't know if it's gonna be like, um, like. Uh, how do I say this? Um, excusable, maybe, but she doesn't. Like, yeah, she makes mistakes and she learns from them, and she she can make she makes better of it and, and stuff. But like, she's not a monster. None of these none of these characters are. And no. I liked where it was going, and I liked the friendship that these characters have. Even when we get to like the eventual like, oh, the friends fight. It's kind of not done in the way that it usually is. Like I, I, I love that scene where, um, where uh, Josie goes to meet up with their old babysitter, mm-hmm. in like, like the trailer park, and yeah. she doesn't say like, "No, PJ and I are not friends anymore." No, she, she, she just goes like, "Well, we're going through a rough patch, you know. We're, we're kind of not talking right now, but we'll, you know, like, kind of we'll understanding, kind of an understanding on like, on like, oh, I mean, it's not the first time. It won't be the last time, you know. Like, yeah." Yeah, uh, and I like that. I feel, I feel like that's different. Uh, we don't see those kind of uh, easily uh, mendable relationships that often. Uh, but the two of them are great, and and like I said, Hazel is also just a fucking wonder. Well, I also appreciate the fact, almost the exact opposite of my bat mitzvah. You saw my my bat mitzvah, where the friendship ends. I like this one big fight. These two are a little more adult oriented. They're like, no, I, we're gonna fix this. We're just angry at each other right now. But they're adults enough to be like, we'll we'll work it out. We'll figure this out. Um, so I appreciate yeah. that. Um, one thing I love is once they start the fight club, one, Marshawn Lynch is a fucking treasure. He's perfect. Uh, he's perfectly hilarious in this. They start rumors that, you know, PJ and Josie start rumors that they were in juvie, uh, that they once killed a girl but brought her back to life, all this stuff. And then they start the fight club. Or the feminist self-defense club or whatnot. At one point, their crushes finally join in. Their crushes being Isabel and Brittany or uh Havana Lou and Kia Gerber, uh, respectively. Thank you. Um and I love the fact that this fight club transcends like the whole like popular and not popular. It's like, no, we're all just here to throw rounds. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Speaking of uh, Havana, Rose Liu, and Kaya Gerber, uh, Havana, I have not seen her in anything before. Oh, she uh, was in No was... Exit. That's a great one. You, you you saw that one? What's what's that? Oh, it's a really good whodunit thriller of like. Okay. Basically, there's a girl that's kidnapped in a van outside. She gets stranded on the side of the road in like this uh, public rest area during the snowstorm, and there's like eight other people in there. She goes outside and finds a girl trapped in one of the vans. She goes back inside, but here's the thing. Whose van is it? Mm. 
So she's not sure who kidnapped the little girl. And also, like, are they dangerous? They have a gun. Like, she has to figure out. It's it's a cat and mouse game. It's really good, though. Okay. Well, um, that wouldn't have happened if she had had Allstate roadside assistance. But, you know, whatever. Uh, Funny enough, the guy from Allstate's <laughs> in it. <laughs> I I remember joking. I was like, what if his last line was, it all, uh, it's, that's Allstate stand. Are you in good hands? Punk. Anyway, nice. Um, But but yeah, but she plays uh, the love interest in this one really well because she has like her crazy moments and also like her her calm moments. Uh, Kaya Gerber, I I do know who she is because she's the daughter of Cindy Crawford. So like she's not just anyone, you know? No, a Nepo baby, I see. Yeah, but she's actually good in this. Like she's actually, uh, uh, she, she both has like that like, popular energy but also like kind of a weird self-awareness like there's a moment where they're in the fight club and they all mention like why they think that they're there and she kind of turns to to isabel and just and and just goes like my personality is just being her friend so i could just go wherever she goes like (laughs) like she's kind of aware yeah um yeah so they they're good um uh jeff played by nicholas galitz (laughs) god what a I wanted him dead. Yes, but also like, man, he had some great lines. Like he, he is such a good foil. He's such a good like quote unquote villain of the movie. Like, but you like, can't help but so, hate him like so fucking much. Yeah, uh, what a fucking idiot! And um, but fits well into this into this world. And uh, well, the rest also, of the cast, you know, yeah. I, I want to compliment the writing in this film. Um, they do a really good job of setting stuff up for us without telling us. It's show, not tell. Like the whole Jeff's allergic to pineapples bit, when they're like, oh, yeah. what's this? There's pineapple in this, Janice. Yeah, go fuck yourself, Janice. And throws it. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, that's obviously going to come up later. Yeah. Uh, I, I like how they go like, eat a bag of dicks, Janice. And, and then in the in the credits, like they show like all the, <laughs> all the outtakes. All the- all the outtakes. Uh, speaking of the writing, do you know who wrote this movie? No. So uh, Emma Seligman, the director, and Rachel Sennott, who plays uh, PJ. So she wrote. She oh wrote. yeah. So the two of them wrote, wrote the movie. Yeah. Uh huh. Wow. Damn. Uh, Emma Seligman, as a teenager, contributed film reviews to the Huffington Post. Yeah. She is uh, seasoned, to say the least. Good yeah, she's one of us. She's one of us uh hopefully uh yeah she uses they and she pronouns okay gay and jewish that explains shiba baby fair enough I have my respect yeah, have you seen shiba baby no i have not it's gonna oof oof it is one of the most stressful things i've ever seen in my life but like is it stressful is it like a horror film or what is it Yes, yes, and no. Because that thing looks... Oh, wait a second. So I'm guessing the the stress comes from the fact that her family is very suffocating? Yes, but it's also the situation that she's in. Well, I know Shiva... Doesn't that happen when like someone passes away? Yeah, so uh, Shiva is a 10-day mourning period in the Jewish community. So when someone passes away, the, the, the like it's like a funeral that lasts like... Seven to ten, ten days. days, I think. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that she 
she goes to this shiva and in the shiva she is it's her family her ex who is more successful than she is and they just broke up uh there's the and there's the rest of her family that doesn't know that she's uh that she's a bisexual and that that's her ex um she is she's about to graduate college so they're all asking her about graduation and work post that and uh. then into that shiva walks in her sugar daddy with his wife and their less than year old baby and she didn't know that he was married that he was married and had a kid did she know who he was oh yeah did he know who she was yeah but like wait so he walks in caesar and he's like what's up no he didn't know that she was gonna be there oh okay so they're both caught by surprise yeah so it's like that the wife the baby the baby's crying the whole shiva and uh yeah the movie is uh it's a bottle movie it all takes place into like in, in just this house it's great like it's a it's such a tight little piece of writing uh highly recommend watching it i i i super recommend shiva baby but it is stressful i'll save that one for the thanksgiving season when we're talking about family movies because next okay. next month is all about the scary movies Oh hell yeah! All right, uh, yeah, and then from that one uh, came Emma Seligman, who now, now doing this. Um, Which God. also, I, I want to also give mad props to this film. So this movie, uh, Bottoms, it had the highest uh, grossing. So it had limited release, right? It, it initially yeah. had a very very limited release. Um, it grossed, I believe, it was forty six. Sorry, it grossed four hundred and sixty one thousand movies. In a very opening, very limited showing in only 10 theaters. Bear in mind, so it, it averaged 46K total per theater, which is the highest per screen average for any movie that does 10 screens or more since everything everywhere all at once back in 2022. It then expanded to 715 theaters its second weekend, making $3 million at the box office, making another $3.7, $3.5 million during Labor Day. As of right now, it has grossed eleven million dollars. And bear in mind, it's available. I think on Prime. I want to say you can buy yeah, it right on now. Voodoo. It's available on Amazon Prime. You can buy it on Vudu, uh, Google Play, Amazon Video, Microsoft Store, and YouTube. It's available on Amazon Prime to watch for free. According to this, yes. Which, Jesus folks, Christ. I'm going to say this right now. If you can afford it, I'd say buy it. Show support to this film to show that Emma. Seligman can make movies that make money. Hell yeah. Uh how what was the budget for this movie? 11 million. So it just broke even. It just but, broke uh, even. But on a but bear in mind that's on only 7000 that's only 700 theaters. It didn't release yeah. in 3000 theaters. Imagine Imagine if it had, had a wide 3000 theater release. Imagine if they gave it the flash treatment. Jesus. It could have grossed probably 30 mil maybe more. I want everyone to see this movie. And it's such a... Uh, I watched it at home because it didn't come out in theaters here, so I I, I had to buy it. But uh, but I was happy to do so because I knew that I was going to get something special. Like, it, it just felt like it, you know? And um, I am hoping that word of mouth keeps this movie alive because it's such... 
it's it, you gotta see this one like it, it, it it's the one like it's the one that you gotta see this year um yeah. because this because look i've seen how many let me let me pull up my list i've seen 40 2023 releases Jeez. okay so 40 That's movies let's Bless you. Thank you. I've seen 40 movies that have come out in 2023. And this is the first movie that jumped into like the top three of the year. Really? That fast? Damn. I, I adore this one. And on the second watch, it cemented it. And I can't wait to see it again. Like this is the first time in like a while that I'm like, I'm going to rewatch this movie. Because I, I, I've, I've not rewatched movies from this year a lot. I've rewatched the uh, Spider-Verse. I've rewatched the... Uh, Love is War, I've rewatched Barbie, Scream, I've rewatched Air, uh, I, I just rewatched Blue Beetle, uh, and I saw Ninja Turtles also a couple times. But this one, man, I'm going to see it several times. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, this one, this one is for the books, I believe. Well, and I hope, I hope this changes. When I did the video review a couple weeks back, I typically do, and I'll admit this, I do look up other reviews of the same films that I'm about to review to kind of get an idea of like, okay, what's the general consensus? I have the I have this list of things to say. Is there anything I'm missing? Right. I want to better myself the best way I can. Which folks, by the way, if you're working in any capacity, watch other people do your job because it makes you better. I promise you that. There's a reason why coaches watch uh game film. It makes them better. But yeah. when I was trying to find reviews for bottoms. Not a lot of people were reviewing bottoms on on YouTube, for example. Like there were a few, there were very few reviews. No one big reviewed them. Still, you know, people like Jeremy Johns, who has like a massive, massive fucking platform, did not review them. For example, okay. um, mostly done by small people. Which I'm like, I'll take advantage. I'll be the review that people watch that are like, oh shit, this movie's great. But yeah, it, this movie is flying under too many ra- under too many people's radars, which is a shame because it's great. Definitely, and uh, we're gonna keep pushing it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna push people to see it. Like like in my in my day to day life, like I'm gonna be like, oh, like I'm the movie guy at work, for example. Like if they ask me, like, what's the funniest movie? <laughs> Same, dude, dude. It's Bottoms. Like Bottoms is the funniest movie of the year, man. And I I think there should be more of these. Like uh I, I'm glad there isn't. I mean not a sequel, but like mm-hmm. I hope this becomes influential and we get more movies. Not not like this. I I I don't want rip-offs, but I want mm-hmm. movies of this caliber, you know? I agree, this, there, I agree. Yeah. This sense of humor and this and these actresses, like give them more jobs, keep them bad and employed because I want to see them in a lot of stuff. But I'm glad that this movie exists right here and right now. So, uh, man, uh, do you have anything else to say before we score it? Or, um, no, I want to give I want to give credence to everything. The stylization of this film, the action sequences are pretty fucking hard hitting. The blood looks like it hurts. The comedy is dude, funny. The heartbreak is is accurate. Dude, the the sword scene. <laughs> the which one? The sword. Which one? the football field? Oh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Fucking oh god! Um, straight up though, I'll tell you right now, I was on the side of yo fuck it, let Jeff die. I was fine with it. You know what? Uh, you, you know what the fight scene reminded me of? What uh, the the fight scenes in uh, in the in the Anchorman movies? Like they come out of nowhere and then they finish out of nowhere. 
Yes, dude, you're right. You're completely right. Yeah. But like, I think one of the thing, one of the jokes that got me the most, and it was in the trailer, but it still made me laugh. When it's it's a couple things. Obviously, the fight scene's fucking phenomenal. I love it when I think it's it's Isabel jumps off the back of one guy and comes down and brings a fist down on someone else. Oh, yeah. the fight scene with Hazel in the gymnasium when she's fighting the big guy. Oh yeah, with the boxer. Yeah. I'm just like throw elbows, elbows. You got you got him in you got him in a in a in a non-anaconda vice. That's not the right word. In a tarantula vice. Just elbows to the side of the jaw. You'll knock him out eventually. Hit him. Come on. I just ah I was cheering her on. It's so yeah. brutal when he beats the shit out of her. But yeah, that, I do love the fact that all the girls bond, the popular and unpopular, all like formed this great friendship. And uh, I don't know if this was look, I, I I don't know how fight clubs work, but like to me, it was just very funny that every time that they would show them training or like hitting each other, like none of them were wearing any kind of protective gear, like they were just punching each other no, with like that's not how fights work. <laughs> You're not like, hold on, give me a second, let me get my pads on. Like, no, 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 we're going to throw rounds and let's see who's still standing afterwards. But they were just going at it. And then, like, I love that scene where, like, uh, or like uh, uh, Brittany was on top of PJ and she was, like, punching her. And PJ was just on the floor, just laughing, just smiling up a storm. And she's like, I'm kicking your ass, stop laughing. And she Which was, cause she was just, she, yeah, she was just happy to be top. Yeah, like, that, and- that scene. And then I, I think one of the other great things about this movie is, and I, I we've avoided saying this word the entire time, but I do think it must be said. Lesbians. I love the re- huh? Lesbians. Is that no, representation. Oh, of course. I think I love the fact that there's now, a, maybe there already was, I don't know, but this feels like the first truly great like coming-of-age story about gay kids that suffer through heartbreak um and and fight that's yeah time. well well like i feel bad because i knew it was gonna have to be one of them either josie or pj one of them like the girl was not gonna be lesbian that's perfectly fine but that's still you know that hurts your heart um so when pj experiences that with britney i'm like ah that sucks i i knew it was coming for one of them um and they that's when they get in the fight but i love the fact that we have this coming of age tale now for new people you know i think this will be hopefully be to the next generation what coming of age stories were to you and me growing up i can't think of any on the top of my goddamn head unfortunately but yeah um i mean definitely the 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 thing is is that uh yeah a couple years ago we got the movie booksmart which i think is like it opened the doors for movies like this uh, it's also about two best friends, one of them being a lesbian, the other one being straight. And it is, so it is also about heartbreak and it is about like the last days of high school. And it's a movie that it reminded me of it the most. Um, yeah. yeah uh, I'm t- American what? Pie. American Pie. I was just thinking like American Pie was a big one. Yeah. American Pie was a big one. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I want this to be, like I mentioned before, I don't want this movie to just have, oh, funny, this t- one time. I don't want it to be at this one time. I want it to be this time. Like this, everyone go watch this movie. Go support this movie because I more than making money, more than anything, I want it to be influential. I want it to. I want it to be more of these. So um, highly recommended. Man, I'm giving this five out of five. Like this is. I, I was cracking laughing. I. I. It's so rewatchable, and I cannot wait. I might see it again right now. Like it's. I love it that much. 
I I love it too. I agree with you. Um, this one was an A plus. Even my video review. This movie was outstanding. Um, ten out of ten. A plus. This movie deserves to be watched by people. This movie deserves to be more in the public eye. Um, again, if you have the chance to watch this movie, watch it. Show it to everyone that you know and care about. I hope that there are kids that kind of watch this movie and are like, "This makes me feel like what I always thought." You know. And yeah. I mean that in the best way possible. Yeah. Um, and if it makes you want to start a fight club, then so be it. For legal reasons, we're not actually telling you to beat the shit out of each other. Uh, if you're below the age of 18, please be aware. Please speak to an adult before you ever consider joining a fight club. Thank you. Our lawyers require that I, I, I add that. We have lawyers? Yes! We actually do have a lawyer. He's expensive, well, though, so I try not to contact him. This is this is the first time I'm hearing about this, but uh, okay. Thanks, then I, guess don't, I guess don't join a fight club. I guess. Um, <laughs> oh, but yeah, I would have let Jen die. Oh, shit. I was going to tell you the scene where, where Josie ta- gets Jeff to safety and he's like, you saved me. And he goes to try and kiss her. She's like, no, 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 no. Not that. What's wrong with you? No. I love it. I love that. That's awesome. That's hilarious. <laughs> Oh god, this movie was fucking awesome. It's just great. I cannot wait to see it again. I cannot wait to see what uh Emma Seligman and Rachel Sinard bring us next. Um speaking of next, next week we are Jigsaw doing Saw X. Oh shit, I had to see Saw X. Uh or do you want to review the Exorcist? Because Exorcist Believer comes out the following week. It's oh, time Jesus. for spooky season, motherfucker. It's time for spooky season. Uh did you end up watching Shit House? No. Do you want to do that okay. one next week? I'll do it with I'll do that one with you. Uh let me see because I don't know. Uh Saw 10 is definitely coming out next week. Uh well this weekend. But I don't know about uh about uh Exorcist. Nice. Um let's let's shoot for Shit House and then we'll see if we can do one of the other ones. Um Down. Yeah. All uh right. all right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. My name is Chema. I've been Eddie. And this was the rollback. Signing off with a reminder to, I guess, get a lawyer. I guess. If you're going to get a lawyer, make sure he's a good one, an expensive one. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.